Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Oh, is gone. this whole thing going to be in it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? This is going to be the worst. I'm so sorry to the listeners. What are, you, like, what are you talking wow. about? No, they we're love in, this. This is what we do every time. Okay, we're at okay. Vision KC. Like, we have to talk Kansas City. Hey, everybody. David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. Let me begin with an apology to our guest, Carrie Lynn Roddenberg of Turnkey Marketing in Overland Park, Kansas. I could make excuses, but you'll just need to listen and decide for yourself what I'm apologizing for. This episode was recorded live at Vision High Tech Training and Expo in Kansas City just as the show was wrapping up. Carrie Lynn was able to drop several key foundational aspects of marketing your business as well as her opinion of Jackson Mahomes. If you don't know who that is, you might want to look him up for a chuckle. Before we get started, if you're on your favorite podcast listening app, make sure you have a set to automatically download the latest episode when it drops, and make sure you check out our content on YouTube. All you have to do is search ASOG Podcast. And now, here we go. Carrie Lynn, how in the world are you? I'm good. Very good. Um, so Vision KC, has yeah. it been a good show for you? It has, yeah. As good, good as Brandon Dills? Not as good as Brandon Dills. Right? That's pretty impressive. It, mine wasn't as good as Brandon Dills. How is it for you guys? It's been not fun. anywhere near Brandon Dills <laughs> level. Considering we don't get paid. I don't know. That I'm a little salty about that is all I'm saying. Brandon Dill should be sponsoring the podcast as long as <laughs> So is ASOG all volunteer? Mm-hmm. Okay. 501c3. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it's an educational foundation. And so basically the way it works is is the 501c3 is separate from the group and the podcast is separate from both of them. Okay. So we're all separated out. And then the 501c3 does the dinners, sets all that up. The group is ran by a group of moderators. Mm-hmm. And so we try and keep them all separate, but create a hunger for education through each piece of it. Yeah. Because we see so many shop owners that they just don't have any information at all. Yeah. And they struggle and they fight and it doesn't have to be that way. We've all been there. Some of us are still there. We're going to try bowlings tonight. Do you like bowlings? Chinese. It's okay. It's Okay. <gasps> It's like a famous Kansas City one, but well, I'm from that's New- what I'm, saying. I'm from New York, where Chinese food is really, really good. So it's 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 so like asking there, if pizza is good here. It's is like, there a better Chinese restaurant? I have not found a really great place that I love Chinese here. No. Okay, sorry. You've done it now. I'm a little sad. I thought Bowling's was really good. <laughs> <laughs> so you are mismarketing, <laughs> right? Like you handle. Hold on, hold on. Let's not get off the food thing. 
So I went to San Francisco, and we had a bunch of Chinese in San Francisco. That was really good. Yeah. But what is it that uh, is so much better in New York? I don't know. I can't even, like, put my finger on it. It's, like, pizza, bagels, okay. and Chinese okay. food are just all better in New York. The pizza and the bagels make sense because yeah. of the water. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Chinese food, but it's just it's just better in New York. It just is. In me opinion. That means my opinion in Spanish for those a little slow. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. David is Hispanic. You are? Yeah. You speak Spanish? Fluently. Yeah. They, so you picked up on the me opinion. I did. <laughs> Listen, the super white version. So, listen, when I call David and I know they're talking smack about me, it's because the entire shop's speaking in Spanish while oh. I'm on the telephone. See, that's just the fear of um, no, folks that's because of I'm Lucas's no- persuasion. I don't know how to say it nicely. I, I, everybody thinks that doesn't speak Spanish, they think somebody's talking about them if they start to speak right. Spanish around them. And it's this has I, nothing to do with I that. It's because I know you. I'm, I I don't have tonal privilege, okay? So not having tonal privilege, I walk in, or maybe I do have I can't remember which one it is. I'm not good on my lingo. So when I walk in, they don't think I speak Spanish. Right. They have no idea. I know the conversation they're having, and I guarantee you it's never about me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're not talking about you is what I'm saying. Hey, hey I, there's – I don't know if y'all have seen this. There are tons of YouTube videos where people go to other countries and they do that exact same thing, right? And so it appears that like – She obsesses with trendy YouTube like mm-hmm. videos. He obsesses. He's like, you know what's really popular on YouTube? This stupid thing. <laughs> there's Craig O'Neill. <laughs> You're um, just distracting. <laughs> no, no. I, so – it, it 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 is pretty cool though. So if you go and you look, um, the only country that does that like consistently was China. Yes. What? Whenever that, I get my nails done, well, it's not necessarily Chinese; it's, it's Asian people. But I I know they're talking about me. Yeah, dude. Town. Like th- this lady's <laughs> walking. Totally this lady's walking up and down the streets, and like she she's. <laughs> She, she'll start talking to them, and the look on their faces as soon as she does, because she's narrating what they're saying. And it's like, they turn around looking, they are saying some nasty stuff. Oh my little dumb white girl, little dumb white girl, you know? And it's like, why would, I mean, like, I don't understand. Lucas and I have been telling you about Parts Tech for a while now, and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your Parts Tech account, go to My Shop, and click on the Rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, Shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. Understand why you need to right? Why did you uh, add that? Why, right. why? Why even do that? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe it's happening. I don't know. Maybe it's just me not caring. I don't let them talk. What are they going to say? I don't even understand what they're saying. <laughs> I don't even know the language. It's like let them talk. You know, it's, it seems very much like knowing you. I don't even. 
just block you out. <laughs> just let him talk. So I'm originally from Boston. Oh, okay. And I hate New York. Thanks. <laughs> I'm from Long Island, so it's a little different. Oh, you- oh man. Eric Bach. So we have a friend named Eric Bach. And uh, he owns a shop on the very end of Long Island. Like okay. All the way at the tippy tip. I yeah. Can't, I can't say the name of the town. Montauk? I, I don't know. Whatever. They're all mushed together. Anyway, so. <laughs> Bunch of little teeny tiny towns. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, I mean, it's just this constant teasing about being a New Yorker. And, yeah. Yeah. That's where COVID came from. That's what I told him. That's how you get COVID, hanging around people from New York. It's probably true. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. It's beautiful, though, because if you if you Google map it and you start, like, driving around his area there. Amagansett? Yes. You got it. I don't know That's what it. she just said. I can't say it. I was going to try. She I think she saw swore me at us in Spanish. <laughs> she was trying to, like, I was trying to say. I just saw you say, eh. Yeah, exactly. And she knew. <laughs> she knew. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Um, okay. You going to let us talk marketing now? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm giving you one last shot to, like, get out of, uh, get your ADD out. No, that was it. I hate the Knicks. I hate the Mets. I absolutely hate the Mets. And I even more hate the Yankees. I hate the Giants. I hate the Jets. I hate driving through New York. Oh, my gosh. Driving through New York is the worst. <laughs> you know, if you hate the Jets, Gary Vee's going to hate you. Oh, true. He's going to own it I'm one o- day. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll live with that. You, I have you no problem with that. Okay. All right. And I hope, I hope. They lose every game from here on out for forever. Yeah, me too. I hope the Chiefs beat them as they always oh, do. Oh no, anyway. he hates the Chiefs too. Well, hold on, hold on now. What did you abandon? Ab- yeah. So, okay. All uh, right. How long have you lived yeah. in Kansas City? Ten years, nine years, nine and a half years. Okay, so I've lived in Kansas City slightly longer than you have, but I didn't abandon my team. I didn't have a team. So here's the thing. Someone gave me this advice. Well, someone, my friend Scott was giving this other friend who's getting married advice. And Scott says to this other friend, my advice to you is to get interested in something that your wife is interested in. Right. Right. So I took that. I was just like overhearing this conversation and I was like, I really like that. So I was thinking, what am I going to get interested in that my husband likes that I'm not interested in? And this was almost three years ago. And so I decided football. Now, he is an, a big fan of Mizzou, the University of Missouri. Mm-hmm. They're all their sports, especially football. So I was like, should I do Mizzou football or should I do Chiefs? Clearly, I should do Chiefs. I live in Kansas City. It's easier. So chose Chiefs football. That's what I'm going to get into. This is before they were good. Right. That season is the first time they went to the Super Bowl. Or maybe that was the season that they almost went to the Super Bowl and didn't. So that's- and they lost the, the championship game. Let me tell you about that game. They walked into that game as overwhelming favorites. And they went into halftime losing 7 nothing. They were shut out in the first half. Hey. Sh- and then, and then, they just blew it out of the water. They just started scoring, scoring, scoring. And the Patriots kept up with them. And you know how they lost? In overtime. Let me tell you why. On three consecutive third downs, they ran the exact same play three consecutive times. They knew, the Chiefs knew the play was coming. They just couldn't stop it. It was a seam route. Julian, Julian Edelman, three times or twice, and then once for a... Uh... Let's so, talk marketing. Oh, we will. <laughs> I, I, he brought it up. Okay, let's hear it. We've at least got to tell this story. Okay. David's poor little grand caravan. Was almost totaled over the Kansas City Chiefs. You see, there was a situation where his daughter decided she was wearing Kansas City Chief. No, 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 no. I was my, I was mad at my wife because she, she's like, oh, they're going in with Kansas City Chiefs gear to the school, and I said, okay, we're not Chiefs fans, but I don't want her to stand out. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, we're not Chiefs fans. Like, don't. I didn't want her to be a poser. 
So he proceeds to lecture his children in the van as he does not see the car stopping in front of him and slams it. Oh, no. Yeah. I had 45 minutes worth of voice-to-text messages on Facebook Messenger talking about it. It was his wife's fault that he wrecked his van because she put their daughter. That was my fault. I wasn't paying attention. I don't blame her. Moral of the I don't, story. I don't know. Cheer for the Chiefs. Yo, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What okay. do you think of Jackson Mahomes Ugh. and Britain? Really? Yeah. Jackson Mahomes is so annoying. You don't think he's a good marketer? We didn't know who he, that he even existed a few years ago. And now should, he's we all tell, over the place. should we tell her that he listens to this? Jackson. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think he's a good marketer. What is he selling? You don't know what he's, do you he's know what he's selling? selling? Himself? No, I think he's annoying. Yes, I think he gets publicity, but he is super annoying and everyone hates him. And if he were to sell something, <laughs> I don't think people would buy it or they would. I don't know. I do just, you think that, who knows, right? Do you think, did you, did you buy the, the leave Britney, Britney alone? What was it? The, she was selling those shirts, yeah, right? I know you're talking about, but no, I, I didn't buy one. Did you? What's that? No, I didn't. I don't follow I stand the Chiefs. Britney or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I sent that she was she was selling. I do like Charlie shit. Hustle. I like Charlie Hustle, but no, I'm not. Who's Charlie Hustle? The KC, the Heart KC shirts. That's oh. called Charlie Hustle, and they're the ones that sold the "I Stand with Britney" or "I Love oh. Britney" or whatever. So, what can we take away from that? You're, you're from getting you're getting Kansas City Insider stuff. Well, that's what I'm asking for. What what can we do? You do? Leave, do you feel left out? Do you know how often I got to listen to garbage about North Carolina? Like the whole world revolves around North Carolina. Blech. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue's terrible. The people are nice. The barbecue's terrible. Yeah. The climate's not very good. <laughs> Better than here. Better than here. That's for no. sure. No. <laughs> You've he never has sent me videos. He opens the back door and there's snow, and there's like snow to like right here. And he's oh like, yeah, that's what I got to deal with today. Yeah. Like 100 mile an hour winds. Like you open the door and it rips the door off. Where do you live? Like on top of a mountain. mountain. Jeez. It's beautiful I mean, that though. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. yeah. But only for like two months of the right. year. The rest of the time, yeah. it's awful. <laughs> what are we doing wrong with our marketing? Mm. Shops in general? Mm-hmm. Bad marketing. Okay. Or no marketing. Oh. We mm. just had a, a shop owner. He's like, I don't yeah. do any marketing. Yep. Okay. And says says he doesn't want to. He he has he's no doing interest. Fine though. Yeah. He can. Yeah. He's got enough cars. He's not doing fine. He's got enough cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. What do you? When you say that, what are you thinking? Like, what's the difference? What's going on? Well, so here's the situation. He he's seeing. He's he's a two person shop and he's seeing eighty cars a month. Okay. Right? And that's he can for do two, for two people. That's a he lot can of do cars. Yeah. yeah he can do sixty to eighty thousand dollars a month like that. Right. That wouldn't be a problem. Maybe sixty. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> it's insane. Eighty would be almost a million dollar shop. Two mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So I mean, it's possible. No. You know how many hours I have to work? You know how hard you'd have to work to make that work. I'm 125 with three. No, you have 17 people that work for you. You just don't count them. Okay. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing that I see is this guy wants to improve his business, right? Yeah. Like he wants to he wants to kind of start turning things around. He wants to fix it. But the issue that I see him having is he says, well, you know, David says he doesn't really need to do marketing. He's got enough clients. Yeah. When he starts doing his job appropriately right. and charging them and he's letting them leave without paying right now, and when he makes them pay before they leave, there is a portion of his client base that is going to leave. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way around that. He'll lose half his customers. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like, how how does he counter that? He doesn't know anything about marketing. He can't afford marketing help. What does he do? Well, I would... I would agree with David that he marketing is not where he needs to start. Right. I'm not the person to talk to you about shop efficiency and stuff like that. But if someone came to me in that same kind of position, I would say, I don't want to take a dollar from you for marketing until you get your shop working because all it's going to happen is it's going to compile the problems that are there. Stack it up. And every shop has problems. Every small business has problems and growth does amplify that at times. But if, yeah, 
I would say if you're not at a par- at a point where for any shop, even a big shop, what I I do see this is that shops will be at a point where they're like we're booked out two or three weeks and we want to turn up our marketing. Mm-hmm. We're going to waste a lot of money on marketing if you're not going to get those people in because yep. no one's going to wait two or three weeks mm-hmm. when their brakes are going out and they have three exactly. kids in the backseat yep. or their oil lights on and they're about to go to grandma's house for Christmas. So yep. what happens is that you waste all that money. Right. Exactly. What What are you seeing? You know, we've always heard the numbers of what it takes to get a new client. Mm-hmm. Do you have a number for that? What do you think it costs to get a new client in a shop today? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say, I mean, it, it totally depends on whether people are doing good marketing Okay. And where they're at, right? So yeah. if you're spending a ton of money on marketing and you're doing way too much marketing or you're doing all the right things, but your marketing is bad, your messaging is bad, yeah. then you're going to spend a lot more money, obviously, right? Right. But I would say a shop that's doing well, it's doing good marketing and has good new customer acquisition, mm-hmm. they're going to be spending the low end $135 to get a new customer. Okay. And to like $155. That's going to be like a that's going to be like wow, you're you're doing well. That's that's good. Okay. To get a new customer. Right. What about existing clients? What are you seeing? Do you have you know, that's something we don't talk about a lot. Do you have a dollar amount that says, "Hey, here's what it costs to bring that new client from a two visit a year to a three visit a year or a three visit to a four visit?" Do you have any metrics on that? So, I do Yes and no. Like I've seen a lot of shops that are doing a good job getting new customers and are keeping their old customers. They'll be about like forty to sixty dollars for a retaining, like retaining a customer that they're okay. spending on marketing. But most of the time, we don't we don't talk in that realm. Although it is, I mean, it is a big thing in your marketing. You do yeah. want to like you've just spent all this money getting a new customer, right? You don't want to forget about them. You need to, like, especially if they come in, they're just testing you out. You know, they don't know you from Adam. So they saw your Google ad or they saw your Facebook ad or they got a postcard or they heard you on the radio or saw you at, you know, a community event or something like that. Right. They're going to test you out. Maybe you're not going to get the best RO. And then you need to convert them into a lifelong customer. So you need to wow them and then you need to follow up with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't just assume because they came in one time that they're, they're going to love back. you. Yeah, yeah. they're going to come back. Got to work it a little bit. Yeah. Well, so, you know, one of the things that David got on to me really hardcore for a while back was I wasn't doing a good job of information collection, mm. right? So I would throw in the email address or I'd throw in the telephone number, but I wouldn't do one or the other. I wouldn't put the address in. Mm. Man, that information is super valuable. Like oh that gosh. is the most the valuable thing is. you've got. That's more valuable than the freaking RO, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I encourage TikTok dances now. Do some more TikTok Prove dances. It. <laughs> Let's see it. Yeah. The really lazy... The, what's it, what? I already forgot his name. <laughs> Jackson. Was it Jackson? Uh, Jackson Holmes, Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his TikTok? <laughs> it's, no. It's, I mean, <laughs> no. I just want everybody to so know. So he's got re- like he does like trendy TikTok dances, but they're they're not. He's not a good dancer, it's so he's not like much. really like. So he they're like super like. He's like yeah. Uh. <laughs> so are you pushing your shop owners to do TikTok dances? No, not no, yet. No. no, not yet. Not you gotta, yet. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta take baby steps, <laughs> little by little. Yes. <laughs> what about the shops that you have that are like hardcore? Like, give me all the marketing advice. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. It's like, okay, do some TikTok dances. <laughs> no, still. So I have one shop that's actually in Raleigh that mm-hmm. I could absolutely see doing that. Mm. It, it, is that someone I know? Probably. Yes. Yeah. You okay. know him. Okay. His three shops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe more, maybe more, maybe. soon. Yeah, but yeah, you can I, see him doing that. Uh, there, you've seen the bad. You've seen the make one? it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, which one? The banana. I ordered that banana costume for him. Just by the, the peanut butter. <laughs> je- well, did yes. you do like the peanut butter peanut jelly? jelly. Mm-hmm. Mike Allen. But that's like, like, when when did that come out? A long time. Uh, it ago. was it was super effective. Was it? Yeah. I want to do the. I want to see him do the TikTok dances. I'm still mad at him. Why? How can he be mad at Mike Allen? He bought dinner. The whole purpose of us going to dinner was I was buying dinner, and he bought dinner before I got a chance. Sounds like some, him. Some dumb. 
That's a dumb reason. To, I'm mad at him because he plays pays flat rate. That's why I'm mad at him. It's terrible <laughs> taking advantage of his people like that. He's a terrible <laughs> boss. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> <laughs> We have had a bit of a running joke with flat rate Mike Allen. Uh, let's talk percentages a little bit. Um, David and I have been having it's a boring question. Okay, ask him more. In, What's that? Ask a more interesting question. I did earlier. She was like, "I don't know the what? Chinese food question." I told you, go to New York. You want what's, good what's a good restaurant? Food? I need to take. Um, I need to take him somewhere to a good restaurant. That's but not very barbecue. Kansas- yeah, that's not barbecue. Like, we're, I mean, you've gone you to Q39, mm-hmm. you've gone to Joe's. I hate Q39. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Don't trust his. He was going to take you to Bowling's and he hates Q39. Do not trust a word this man says. Hey, listen, we went to Las Vegas and he chose the restaurants. Oh, it's a wonder. Was, were, were, we any of the, were, were they all good? They were. They were. Well, all then, good. okay. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. It's not that it, the food is fantastic. At he order. He orders things no one else can pronounce mm. at very exotic restaurants. I'm pretty sure half mean. of what we ate wasn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Q39 is it's almost like it's I don't know. Are you familiar with the term basic? <laughs> I'm not actually. Can you describe what it means? <laughs> she is a champ. <laughs> She's handling you better than I am. I'm going. I'm leaving. <laughs> we um, have it, we have this tech. There's a Thai restaurant in uh, in in Mission. It's right next to the driver's license. Facility. Thai orchid. Yes, it is phenomenal. Okay, you think that's good? I get it all the time because my my office is right there. Okay, but and that's right up the street from my shop. By the way, is it? Yeah. Where's your shop? Um, Johnson Drive and Merriam Drive. What's it? Done with care auto repair, I'm guessing. It's done with no. auto repair. Yeah. I stole this guy's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Okay, so you're like two minutes from my office. Yeah, there you go. All right. So you were going to give me a Thai, thai <laughs> recommend it, hot, recommendation. Thai hot basil, basil hot Thai. Some combination of those three words. Hot basil Thai. 119th and Metcalf area. Okay. Best Thai food in Kansas City. Is it the one across the street from Unforked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we were going to go yesterday. We're still going to go there. Their Penang curry and Masaman curry, out of this world. Out of this world. I'm excited. Cool. First time that's <laughs> ever happened. <laughs> I'm so excited. You have no idea. Um, so, Have you had the basil wings at... At the Thai place. Thai, Thai orchid? Yeah. No. Oh, they're so good. Do you like wings? Not really. Really? Mm-mm. I feel too, like, like cannibalistic. <sighs> you know? Like- These are so good. They're sticky. They're fantastic. They're right. so good. Anyway, so my tech gets pineapple fried rice. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we call them basic. What are you getting? I'm going to be basic today. It's like, okay. <laughs> That's pretty basic. <laughs> Can I ask my question? Anyway. I will say one thing about it being basic. It, it's actually really risky for me because I'm deathly allergic to pineapple. So for me. Are you really? I would be living That's on crazy. the edge. Yes. I'm like deathly well, allergic get, to tropical yeah. fruits. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like my throat will close. And I'll That's die. But not coconut? Not coconut. Really? I can, I can do coconut. Yeah. Hmm. So where, where should I take? And that's what that, that was my point with the Q39. It's, it's uh, Too basic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your question? No, my question is where should I take them? Hot basil, Thai, Thai, hot basil, hot basil, hot Thai. One of those. All the same. He doesn't like spicy food. It's not his thing. Lucas, you don't? No. I wouldn't take him there then. Oh, yeah. It's a lit, like even like their most mild has like a little bit of a kick. Okay. It's not super spicy, but has a little kick. He, what he's doing is he tries to find the most exotic place he can to eventually get to the point that I say, like, I'm not eating there, right? And I just keep saying yes to everything, and it's driving him nuts. The most exotic would be, what's that place in the crossroads? I was trying to stay out of, like, going too far downtown. Yeah. Because you can get some pretty eclectic places. <laughs> so No, just some, somewhere that he would enjoy 
Um, that's not that's not too crazy. But, you know, just something very Kansas City that's not barbecue. I guess that's really, really what I was going for. Put you on the spot, see? Yeah, I got to think on that one. Th- this is going to be a fantastic episode for the Kansas City locals. Yeah. Oh, is gonna... this whole thing going to be in it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? This is going to be the worst. I'm so sorry to the listeners. What are, you, like, what are you talking wow. about? No, they we're, love we're in... this. This is what we do every time. Okay, we're at okay. Vision they KC. Like, we have to talk Kansas City. Believe it or We've not, this will probably to... be one of the most listened to Vision episodes because everybody that's coming into town is going to listen to all of this. know what to do. And they're going to go eat some of these places, right? Got it. He's still upset that Popeyes didn't sponsor him for chicken sandwiches. He didn't even want money. He just wanted them to send chicken sandwiches. Have you had strips? No. In Olathe? No. That's fantastic. It's really good. I don't usually good. go that far west. Okay, there's this one in like, Waldo. This is like the farthest west. Oh, is there? Yeah. I go to Waldo. My church is right near Waldo. So he, uh, he the the owner opened up a, a second place, and it was in Waldo. It's where you could find a place that wasn't a bajillion dollars. Yeah. And uh, the food there is really, really good. Everything's made in-house mm-hmm. from scratch. Cool. Yeah. Go it's there. It's really good. No, no, it's fast food. You know? oh, okay. We're trying to go to a... Um, <laughs> Can I ask my question, Before I forget What's my that? question. Can okay, I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Percentage of new clients versus repeat clients. 30-70. Why? Why? Because mm-hmm. you always want you always need to have new clients coming in because there's always going to be mm-hmm. that, you know, attrition that happens just naturally. People are dying, people are moving, you know, things like that. Um, so if you're at a 70%, mm-hmm. you know, retaining customers, then you're you're retaining the a vast majority of your current customers, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've learned from other coaches, just by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, you are um, you're doing enough marketing to continue to fill and get the right amount of people in. But if you and and you can really diagnose, like if you're looking, you're like, man, I have sixty percent new customers mm-hmm. and forty percent returning customers. Mm-hmm. There's probably something wrong. You know, right. so if and you're like 56, probably... 44, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, well, that's what I'm looking at on my numbers. Your good... <laughs> well, but so so here's here's my question: is yeah. if you look at us over the last two years, right? We started optimizing the business, mm-hmm. we put in more people, and we got to the point that we could really start moving more work out the door. Yeah. So we started driving exceptionally hard on marketing. Yeah. Right, like. 15% some months mm. of a $125,000 a month shop. Yeah. So, A, we found people that weren't the best fit for the shop at, yeah. in some cases. In other cases, we're literally just putting in sure volume into the shop, and we still have not grown to the capacity size-wise that we can always get them back in the door. What we're doing is we're we're building a 10-bay shop right now. Mm, okay. And so we're preparing for that, right? I'm trying to think ahead, and I'm driving us hard marketing-wise building the database further than it's ever been built before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you say what do you say to a shop that's either in that that realm or they're starting to make a change because one of the things that I'm seeing is they're starting to make changes. I'm going to fix my business. I'm going to start charging what I should be charging. Yeah. What do you say to a shop that finds himself in that scenario? Hey, we really need to be marketing to pull this up. Is there a different number for that? How does that change when you start pushing that hard? Do you see that metric change? So you're saying, so let me repeat back to you Mm -hmm. what I hear you saying. You're saying like, what about a shop who hasn't been doing marketing well, who's Mm -hmm. trying to grow and they're not like really there yet? I would say you're going to want to shoot for that number. But when you start doing marketing a lot, Mm -hmm. you're going to see that number is not going to be accurate because when you first start doing a ton of marketing and you start getting a ton more new clients, Mm -hmm. the number is going to be a little wonky. Maybe you're going to have a lot more Right. Uh, new customers than you've ever had. Right. But before you started, you had way too many existing customers because you weren't doing any new customer acquisition. Right. So it's going to take, it's absolutely going to take a while to balance back out. Right. Right. And so when you find that balance, it's kind of that sweet spot. Got it. And so when, when you talk uh, marketing, what are you seeing 
And and I know you build a complete package, right? Is that right with what you do? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So what we do is we're basically like an outsourced director of marketing. Okay. So imagine all the things that you as a shop owner feel like you should be doing mm-hmm. or you are doing or you could be doing, you're wanting to do, but you just never can find the time to do it. Right. And that include like, we do not do websites. We do not do Google ads. Right. We do not replace like a postcard company, but right. essentially it's like, you know, if you are wearing your director of marketing hat today as a shop owner, right? then you're working on making sure that all these things are working together. They're yes. working well, trying to figure it out. And you're kind of herding cats, trying yeah. to get them all aligned together. Right. So we're kind of that person in your shop. So That's instead really of you cool. trying to herd cats, we're kind of, we're like, Hey, we're going to help. We're going to do the strategy with you. Okay. We're actually going to come to your shop, spend a day with you, get to know you, get to know your right. shop, get to know your vision, get to know your customers and your voice. Right. And then we're going to plan out 12 months of marketing. Okay. We're going to figure out all the different, we're going to figure out your current budget, mm-hmm. where your budget needs to be in order for you to get to where you want to go. Okay. And then where to spend your marketing dollars. Very cool. And then we take that mm-hmm. and we say, cool, Lucas. You do what only you can do. We're going to run with your marketing. Got it. And, you know, you can be as involved or as not involved as you want to be. Right. But at the end of the day, you know someone is there taking care of it, making sure that. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a different level of cool. So we partner with other, you know, great marketing companies in our space. We use, you know, the website companies, we use the postcard companies, we use the follow-up systems like My Shop Manager, our mechanic advisor, and we bring all of those together on behalf of of shop owners and shops, and we make them all like cohesive and work together, and then we keep a pulse on on call volume and traffic volume, and so we can say, hey, your calls are really low right now from Google Ads. I'm going to reach out to your website company and say, like, hey, did something happen? Yeah. We notice that call volume is down right now, so you're not having to to do that. Right, and and I think the thing is, is, is a shop owner already has a 40-hour-a-week job, right? It's plus, 40-plus hours, yeah. yeah. It's hard to keep up with each piece of this. And and so I've watched a little bit of this from the the marketing stuff David taught me. And and even in the hiring class, like owners say, look, that's great. But man, like, I don't have time. Right. Where am I going to get the time to do this? I tell them it's the next, that's the second full-time job. Yeah. To get somebody hired. Yeah. You're, like you're going to put in an extra eight hours a day. At least. That's, that's, that's what you have to do. Right. It's the person that wants to out-hustle the other shops that gets the technician. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Right. And and so, I mean, I think this is a killer service, right? I mean, that's – especially if you can convince Mike Allen to put on a banana costume. But, I mean, seriously, I, <clears throat> I think that is something that is so needed in our space. I think yeah. it is, is so valuable – what are you seeing as being the most effective marketing tool we have right now? When when you is it social media? Is it video? What what is is it is it one place this Don't works? Answer and that that's a terrible question. Don't answer that. Okay, rephrase it and ask. I'm not going to ask that question. It's a terrible question. Okay, ask whatever question you want. <laughs> I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it. <laughs> Lucas, I got your back. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. The reality is that you can't just lean on one. Right. It's like sitting on a stool. You can't just have one leg of a stool. Absolutely. And so whoever tells you all you need is social media, all you need is postcards, all you need is a website. Right. It's not true. Yeah. It's just not. I agree. Because people are different yeah. and people are people. So I would say – I, here's something I would absolutely say is that we as humans, we don't like living in the gray. We like black and white. We like, we like structure. We like rules. Even if we say we don't and we kind of yeah. don't, we, we also kind of do. We like to know where we fit into things. Yes. So it's easier. Like we want to know the answer to your question, Lucas. We all want right. to know what is the thing. Absolutely. What Silver is the bullet secret? fix. Yes. Yep. What is that thing that I need to do that I just need to do and it will get me my customers. Right. But so much of life is living in the gray and figuring yep. out how to manage it. Yep. You know? I agree 110%. So, and with marketing, 
that's the freaking truth, unfortunately. Right. I wish, I mean, could you imagine if I could say, here's the, sil- the silver bullet? Well, It would be amazing. And so my point to the question was, is there is no answer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and the answer that works in Kansas City doesn't work in Boone, North Carolina. Right. The answer that works in Raleigh and works for one shop doesn't work on the outskirts of Raleigh with the other shop with the whole different personality and different type of client. Mm-hmm. So there's no clear cut. Like you're lucky. You got the hiring class. And and you understand technicians and it works. Because you understand technicians and I you do. Un- not your own. Sense. You know what I would like? I like. I would like robots. I want to have robots. You might not in. be too far off from that. I know that's going to be awesome. I feel bad for the technicians. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hate to tell you, I just build robots. If there's ever somebody's going to have to work on the robots, right, though, right, and it's right. going to just move the You're problem. Need technicians yeah. for robots. <laughs> that's robot technicians. These robot technicians now you're are paying, the worst. Now you're paying <laughs> Much higher. Um, <laughs> we just tripled the cost. That's all it was. <sighs> so I, I, that that's kind of my point is that that uh, there is no direct answer to that question. How do you and 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 obviously you can't give the answer to this. This is your business plan. How do you determine that for a shop when you start working with a shop? How do you determine what the budget needs to be? How do you go into this and and say? Here's where you need to be going. Yeah. And what should a shop expect to spend in marketing in a month? I mm-hmm. mean, is there is there a set percentage? I've always been told somewhere between seven and ten percent. Mm-hmm. Seven and eight is what most people say. Mm-hmm. I typically run ten to fifteen, depending on what I'm trying to do. Right. Do you have set percentages that you look at and say, here's kind of where we need to be? We do. We do. We have percentages. We have we, we kind of have like a, a formula that we okay. use. Um, and we look at a few different things and we come up with a percent and then we look at that area. Because you're right, different areas might respond better or worse to Google ads or yeah. to postcards. And so there's always going to be a bit of trial and error, a bit of testing with marketing. Right. Definitely. So you have to kind of use, you know, we work with, we've worked with hundreds of shops. So we get to see the patterns right. that emerge and lean into that wisdom, into that knowledge. Um, but also you have to test things because what what works phenomenally for one shop mm-hmm. could be completely different. You know, our shop that's in downtown San Francisco is going to be completely different yes. than, you know, Boone or Booneville, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Boondocks. Boondocks. Booneville. So I. Boone. Just Boone. Just Boone. Boone. I would say, I would Boone. say that like the, you know, the thing that is true, no matter where mm-hmm. you are, is that your messaging has to be right. Yeah. And here's where shop owners and just small business, big business, people in general get it wrong all the time. Right. They make it all about them instead mm-hmm. of about their customer. Yes. Very much so. People love themselves. Yeah. Right? So Agreed. people people want to talk about themselves. What are they thinking about all day long? Themselves. Right. Yeah. They're thinking about, I have to drop my kids off. I need to get home to my baby. I need to cook dinner. I need to do X, Y, and Z, right? Right. So they're, you know, and then they're on Facebook or they're on Instagram or they're checking their mail and right. they see this, this ad for auto repair. Yeah. The soccer mom does not care about a transmission flush nor yeah. want to hear about it. Exactly. But what they want to hear about is what they care about, how they're going to be you know, kept safe, how they're going to save money, how they're, you know, so you have to play into whatever your customers care about. So maybe your customer is going to be a bit different if you're a Euro shop from a general shop or whatever. So you have to figure out what that is that your customers care about and how to communicate that effectively and quickly. How? How how do we find out what the customer cares about? Study your customers. Study my customers. I'm like, David, I hate my nose. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I love my customers. What are you talking about? I had a customer die very recently. Yeah, oh, that sucks. He lived in, in the area we're in. Yeah. And his daughter came in. And I, I thought that he had, he told me he was going to pass the vehicle down to his daughter. 
So when she showed up, I, you know, I thought that's what had happened. And he's like, no, he died. I'm like, oh, man. I'm still oh, sad about that's it. That's hard. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. You know, I, I, uh, I've, I, we've talked about it multiple times. Um, my friend Jim, who was a realtor, we were going to bring him in. He was going to talk to the guys about buying houses and all kinds of stuff. This was back when COVID started. He got COVID, got better from COVID, and he got what he thought was a little cold or something, got feeling a little bit bad, ended up in uh, like one of the tent hospitals, and then they said, we're going to move you inside. His wife talked to him like that night um, and said, hey, did you get moved in? Is everything okay? He said, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's good. And she, she went in that night. She decided she wanted to go in that night and check on him. And the nurse said, we're going to put him on a ventilator. Oh, my God. She said, okay. She left. She went home. She came back the next morning, and they said, he died last night. We, we've been so busy, we haven't been able to call you. And so she sent me this letter oh at God. Christmas, and she said, you know, you just made such an impact on him. You made such an impact on our family. Thank you. You're all special to us. And, and you know, man, wow. like, like broke my heart because, like, you know, these people were really special to us. And, and all of our customers are. But, man, like, it's... It's easy to... Not all of them. Some of them are just dirtbags. Nah, most of mine are pretty good. Most of them? Most of them. Yeah, I would say most of mine, too. And you have a select few. We put little asterisks next to our names. <laughs> so if they, like, <laughs> when their phone number pops up, you just, you're like, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm six months out. <laughs> 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 sorry. So how how do we... How do we define our, our perfect client and how do we document and, and decide what it is they're looking at? How do we document and decide what it is they want? I mean, are we doing surveys to them? What what does this process look like? I think, I mean, there's a million different ways that you can go about it. I think that it's kind of a catch-22 in a way because you need to look at who your best customers are okay. and market to them. So it could be just talking to your service advisors. It could be just sitting at the front counter, you know, for a day or two and starting to pick up like, oh, okay, I'm I'm looking and 75% of the time people come in, it's a woman or it's a man or half the time they have kids or, you know, it's just looking at the facts in front of you. Okay. Lots of times people don't have the time or the desire to just stop and take a pulse on things. Right. Now, do you recommend they sit down and write some of this down? How do you, you uh, just a notebook and start writing down who they're seeing come into their shop, what they're saying when they come in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, I mean, so much, so many of us just want to like go off of a gut. I think it's like 50, 50 men and right. women. I think it's, you know, young. I think it's older. I think it's middle age. So, yeah, absolutely. Just take notes. Just stop and look around. You don't need to do an expensive thing or hire a marketing company to take a survey or something like that. Just look in your database. Look at what vehicles come in. Look at, you know, sit up front. Look at who's coming in. Talk to your service advisors. They're going to have the best pulse on the customers. Ask them to make a tally. Got it. Got it. And so um, how important is it? How important is it to document where your clients come from marketing-wise? Oh, That's super important. You're going to ask something stupid. You think everything I say is stupid? No, not everything. You say Just it's my every accent. Every third thing. You say it's my <laughs> accent. You hate my accent. What? You have the most darling accent. It's he darling. He's nuts. He thinks I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he knows. I don't know. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know what I get really mad about? This is what I really, this, I absolutely hate this about Jackson Holmes. No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't We've care. We've already been through this. No, you no, got no. really mad. You hit a car a, because you were so I have a lot of, I have a lot kids. of hated things. So you can be a hateful for a person. You know what I absolutely hate about Lucas? He, um, because he has the Southern accent. Right. Yeah. And he has a way of, of saying things. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because he'll get on the phone with these customers mm. and they wrecked this, they wrecked the customer's vehicle, scratched it up, uh, don't intend on fixing it. Um, 
charged the customer $10,000, customer paid in cash. They don't intend to refund the customer. And then he gets on the phone. He's like, Mr. Customer, let me tell you this. And the customer just melts. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Lucas, you know what? It's it's okay. Here's $2,000. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Here, I'm going to give you money to feel yes. better because you feel so bad for exactly. us. Exactly. I can see Meanwhile, it. meanwhile, as soon as I get on the phone, I'm like, Mr. Customer. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna leave a one star review on Google. Click. I didn't even get a word out other than a Mr. Customer. <sighs> hey, if you'd have used your Hispanic accent, it would have What's that? If you'd have used your Hispanic accent, it yeah, would have gone much better. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you what Juan said? No. Juan's my service advisor. And he's walking in with my tech. His name is Jose. They're uh-huh. both Mexican. And they're walking into the dinner last night. Did I tell you this? Oh, and they yes, go, yes, and yes. they go, <laughs> and he walks up to me and goes, dude, what's up with this place? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, we were trying to ask how to get in. And they ushered us to the back, to the kitchen. I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not here to cook. I'm here to eat at the place. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Caroline. We're gonna do our best to keep this not unusable. <laughs> they said all these horrible racist things yeah. on this podcast. You're you're a pretty bad person. You know that though. What's that? We already knew that. Um, I have another technician, or I have a, I have an apprentice, and sometimes I do say horrible things. I'm not gonna say what kind of horrible things, but I do say horrible things, and they can be offensive, and I can understand. And I said something in front of the apprentice and he stops and he looks at me and he's like, what did he just say? And he turns to Juan looking for validation and going, did you just hear what this guy said? And I see the look on his face. Oh my God. <laughs> start laughing. And Juan's like, you see what I'm talking about, right? And Juan what goes, saying, I know. And Juan goes, uh, he's like, it, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It doesn't mean <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> back to my. I need the HR department, is usually. Oh my. <laughs> you definitely need an HR department. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, we are on day four of this. So, you're getting a little loopy? No, no, this has been happening since day one. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, this is normal. You must not listen to the podcast. This is every podcast episode. Okay, got it, right? got it. If one day you see something's happened to me, like I drove off a cliff or something, you know. It was really David. Yeah, well. He I mean, drove you. No, I drove myself because I couldn't take any more. Got it, got uh, it. <laughs> Too much time with David. Yes, yes. It's. I'm but sorry you, know one you live more day. This, I'm sorry you live in the same town as him or... Let's really go. close, apparently. Yeah, right up the street. We're gonna ride. We're gonna run into each other at Thai Orchid. I never go in there. Mm. I, I send my technicians. Mm. Yeah, they, and they come back with food. He's very antisocial. You may not know this. He doesn't I try do not well to leave with... my office. You know, very. Yeah, I try not to. So I now, might see Juan or Jose. Yes, Juan. Yes, Jose a lot to pick up his pineapple fried chicken. Oh, I'll steer clear of him. Basic AF. And then <laughs> Juan. No, Juan, Juan is very adventurous. He'll he'll do anything. He'll try whatever. He's he's fun. Not Jose. So he likes what he likes. <laughs> I was gonna take him to some of the good Mexican places here in Kansas City. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm talking like um, Chipotle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He tries to send me places they can't speak English, and I'm a white yeah, boy. Yeah. So I'm have you been? Have you been? Boy. Have you been to El Pulgarcito on uh, on on Miriam Drive? No. Have you had a pupusa? No. <gasps> well, let me tell you, it's right right down the street from the shop. They, they uh, now traditionally pupusas are um, they're tortillas made from maseca, and uh, they're stuffed with cheese, meat, beans, or 
just one or a combination, whatever you want. Traditionally, they are just they're just uh, heated up, and that's it. And stuff in the middle melts, and so it's it's cheesy and melty, and it's and then you throw um, kind of a coleslaw type thing on top, mm-hmm. and then some tomato sauce. It's, it's so good. But there, they cook them in fat, so you get these greasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not supposed to be greasy, but oh man, do they taste <laughs> much better if they're greasy. <laughs> They're so Pretty good. Much everything that's fattening is so yes. much better. Yes, very much so. Like froyo, but real ice cream. That's where it's at. You know, custard. Yeah, you and Andy's or Sheridan's. Andy's. Really? Oh yeah. Are you not? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is that where we're going tonight? What's that? I can't. I can't do the restaurant and then go to. Dude, I'm just. I can't do it. Why? Like, I'm sick the next day. I eat a lot. You just gotta do dude, it, dude. From- I eat a lot. I don't take a couple bites. No, From your performance no, this afternoon, I, we know you're sick. You don't, I mean. What? Like, what I don't think about? what you eat's going to matter. You know, I got really tired after eating that carrot cake. They put raisins in carrot cake. I know. that's See, that's the face you need to make when somebody says, I'm going to put raisins in my carrot cake. No, dessert should not come with raisins. They're disgusting. Raisins are only a punishment. What? Not a dessert. What? Raisins are gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I'm with you. David, for once, I agree. Oh, that's the first time that's ever happened. We've ever, never had ever. someone. This is the agree first on the him. podcast. Yeah. Oh my lord, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> Do you feel like you got good value out of this? <laughs> well, now I know where to get something that I cannot pronounce: papusa or something. No, that's I, I don't, That's okay. close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like my wife when she says <laughs> papusas. No, yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. That's close. No, I'm not kidding. You need to try it. Yeah, they're they're on Johnson Drive. It's really really good. Okay, but I was gonna take them to um, uh, 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 Bonito Michoacan in Olathe. And you can all of a sudden figure out that he's Hispanic, right? Like, uh, <laughs> si, senor. Exactly. <laughs> Bonito Michoacan. Bonito Michoacan, that uh, very good tacos there. Um, Camino Real. Mm. KCK has got uh, some really, really good uh, tacos. Really good. And the, the thing right now at our shop is Queso Viria tacos, which are they're like fried tacos oh. with like shredded beef in them. They're so my yeah. husband loves San Antonio's and KCK. So that that place is the best. Though they have the best tortillas mm. in town. Mm-hmm. Their tacos are okay. They're, they're good tacos. They're so basic. So basic. What? It's just like meat. Well, that's a taco. I like, no, no, I like the but, full uh, vegetables. No, um, I like fake tacos. Okay, yeah, they're not tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it should be just be cilantro, onions, and then. Uh, hot sauce, uh, usually salsa or uh, um, green sauce as well. You know how this really works, right? That's what you're supposed to put in. That that's a taco. That yeah, yeah, nothing else. So you put anything else in it? Not a taco. That's not a taco. I guess I like things that are. I, I guess I don't love tacos as much as I thought I loved. Well, there's tacos. so many different kinds. I love tacos with some lettuce, and sour cream, and cheese, and. Mm-hmm. Avocado. You're giving, me, you're giving me anxiety. I'm not kidding. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? So good. <laughs> not, you need like all the flavors, you know. But the 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 different meats, like they has the sal pastor, lengua, chorizo, carnitas, asada, barbacoa. Those are all different kinds of tacos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You need to I, listen to your husband. This is this is drop the football thing because you picked a terrible team and <laughs> switch over to <laughs> if the to if the tacos. backup what yes San Antonio yes well uh, the tort like I said the tortilla have you been to Poyore it's right across the street no <gasps> oh the 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 place Chicken like, it's place. like always smoky yes. there's always smoke coming out of the chimney yes. no I haven't been okay so they take the chickens this is food I'm sorry. We cut the chi- they cut the chicken in half and then they over over open fire they they grill it and then they serve it with uh, beans rice uh, charo beans uh, which are very good there and then some rice and uh, some San Antonio tortillas and um, onions they're um, 
they're uh, pickled onions, pickled red onions. And it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. There's a place around the corner that opened up and it, they tried to mimic it and make it like all frou-frou. That's not. That place is the place to go. It's right okay. across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I if he's there, he just needs to jump in. Um, oh, man. That's, that place is legit. Maybe that's where you should go. It's kind yeah, of far from here. Of- yeah, and it's not like, you know, I don't want to scare him. Yeah. It's it's uh well, yeah. it's too ethnic for him. <laughs> so I want to I want to point something out. Yeah. Do you it. know why the podcast is effective? Cuz you too. No, it has nothing. To I have do with no this. idea. First of all, everyone's going to feel bad for you and they're going to hire you. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that this that does why happen. I had to sit through this. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, and I'm going to cut that out and that's going to be the <laughs> secondly um i think the reason that it works for you is the fact that they see you as a human being they see you as organic and we're sitting here bsing and having a good time it's very effective in that way yeah yeah i can see that well now you just revealed our secret and all of a sudden everybody else is gonna be doing that i know i know the editor But but the truth Shop. is that's what that is a huge element of marketing for these yeah. shops. I right. mean, the thing about repair shops is that everyone loves to hate them. Yeah, it is not sexy to sell yeah. transmission flush. Exactly, <laughs> it is not sexy to go and spend your money on new brakes. Right, that's not what anyone wants to go spend their money on. Yeah, you I know, agree. so it's not fun to market it because mm. you're not like, ooh, buy this and you're gonna look and feel great. It's yeah. like. Buy this and you'll never really know why. But trust me, you actually do need it. So people are like, do I really need it? But when you show people that you're a human and when you show people that, no, 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 I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a friend, I'm a brother, I'm a son. And I'm just trying to serve my community well and do the right thing. And yes, I'm going to make money because we all need to make money. We all need to love our family with our work. We but you know what? When you show that, you know, I'm here helping contribute to the common good. Right. If you didn't have your vehicle, you can't go. You can't go places. You can't. Exactly. No one else can work. I can't go to work. I can't go to the grocery store. I can't do those things. But when you show like, hey, yes, we're a real business, but we're a business with heart and we're real yeah. people. Then people want to work with you. Exactly. It's not the only, again, back to like, it's not the only leg of the stool that you can lean on. You need to have other things and you can't just make it about you. It still has to be about the customer. Right. But often when you're telling, you know, your story, you always want to be actually telling your customer's story. Yeah. You want your customer to be shaking their head and saying, me too. I see me in you. Right. And so I trust you now, even though. It's hard for people in their minds to trust auto repair shops, to trust the mechanic because they've been burned or they've heard stories of people being burned, especially women, right? Right. So, and and if you don't know anything about something, you always are skeptical. Are you trying to pull one over on me? Do I really need that thing that I can't see or I can't, you know, wrap my mind around right. because it's not my thing? Yeah. Right? So when you when you make them feel like, I'm you and you're me and we're just kind of living this life together. And this is the thing that I do. I yeah. fix your car. Right. Well, and, and we got so much of that feedback from the bio videos that we did. Right. And, and we were talking about that the other day, the, the videographer that's running around, like he, all he did was sit down and just ask basic, simple, stupid questions. Right. And cut it up, put a little bit of sound on it and dropped it as a video. Yeah. And, and people came in, I'll never forget. We had, Four people come in and say, I came in because I heard you laugh, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we probably had 10 to 15 people come in and say, Shannon, what's your favorite kind of Girl Scout cookies? You said in the video that you like Girl Scout cookies. And so, you know what I mean? It was a, it's something that they can relate to and connect to. Yeah. And it's super effective. You just got to be real. You know what I mean? It's got to be organic. It's got to be real. Yeah. People like people. We're all people at the end of the day. Absolutely. How can they get in touch with you? So you can um, reach out to us on our website, okay. email, or call. Okay. Our number is 913-777-4144. Okay. Or you know what? A lot of people reach out to me or my team members on Facebook. Okay. That's totally fine. Very cool. What's your website address? 
turnkeyautomarketing.com. Very cool. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's yes, been a pleasure. Ma'am. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. If you'd like to catch these episodes early, you can do so by becoming a patron. Just go to asog.site and click on the Become a Patron Now button. Becoming a patron helps support the show, gets you several perks, and is tax deductible. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and on YouTube so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot me an email. My email address is david at asog.site. That's D-A-V-I-D at A-S-O-G dot S-I-T-E. Until next time. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. Before I let you go, I need to ask you a question. Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy-to-use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to GetShopware.com and see what I mean today. That's GetShopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.